From the PCC Studios in Midland, it's The Catwalk, presented by Performance Chemical. Conversations connecting with industry executives, community leaders, nonprofit organizations, and social entrepreneurs. Hey there, Catwalkers. Welcome to another day of broadcast excellence. Uh, I am your host, Jay Whitlow, and this is The Catwalk. Warmest greetings, boys and girls. Want to let you know just a couple of things that are going on. The Catwalk is going to be at the La Hacienda next Thursday, October the 5th, and we're going to be part of the 311 event called Concert for Kids. 311 is a great organization in Midland that supplies um, prom dresses and toys uh, for Christmas and school supplies, school uniforms. They do a lot of things for a lot of kids and families in our community. That event is going to be going on at 6.30 at La Hacienda, the concert for kids. It's going to be featuring Treaty Oak Revival and State Line Band. If you have not yet bought your table for that event, go to 311ministries.org. We're also going to be at the Permian Basin International Oil Show on October 17th, 18th, and 19th. Now, we want you to join us in the Ector County Coliseum. We're going to be set up there. We're going to be recording uh, each day of the oil show. There's going to be a lot of prizes, a lot of giveaways, and some special guests. So we want you to check that out. Well, again, we're excited that you're joining with us, and I would be amiss if I didn't go ahead and just jump right in and introduce our special guest tonight. Would you please welcome, give a big catwalk welcome to Jesse Willman. How are you, Jesse? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you, Jay? Welcome. I am grateful. Thank you for giving up some time to be here. I'm so proud and excited. Now, tell us, uh, our, vis- our viewers and listeners may not know much about you, so tell us everything we need to know about Jesse. Oh, gosh. Okay. Elevator speech. Ready to go. Yes, the whole thing. Uh, so I'm Jesse Wilman. I am the team leader CEO at Keller Williams Realty here in Midland, Odessa. And I am married to Cameron, who is also in real estate. Mm-hmm. And we have two kiddos. We've got uh, a daughter named Poppy, and we have a son named Lincoln. And we have lived in Midland since 2007. Mm-hmm. And we actually moved here for real estate. So uh, this place is kind of near and dear to my heart. I've now lived in West Texas, Midland specifically, for longer than anywhere else. Yeah. And uh, I was not born here. I was not raised here. A lot of people, you get that. Oh, are you from Midland? No. Okay, well, what brought you here? Oil. Not the case for me. No. Okay. And so um, we have lived in our house since 2009, and we just we love this city specifically because of the opportunity. Okay, and you moved here from? I moved here from San Angelo. San Angelo, So I uh, met my husband at ASU, Angeles State University. He was born and raised in San Angelo. Yeah. But prior to that, I lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Which... Which part? I lived in a tiny little city called Saxe, Texas. Saxe, yeah. Yeah, right yeah. outside of Wiley, Plano, I, I lived Rowlett. in Wiley for a short... Get out of town. Yeah, what year? Oh my gosh, this I was is, there... All right, this is going to be great. Let's see. Okay, I was there from 92 until 2002. Okay, okay, 92 to 2002. We lived in Saxe in 2000, or Wiley, in 2002. Okay. 2003 until 2007. Wow. And then that's when we moved out here. So we we might have crossed paths. My dad was a city point. councilman in Saxe for like twelve really? years. I was on a, a city uh, planning team yeah. for Wiley during that time. So what a small world. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we might have seen each other at, at Albertsons or something. It's you know? very true. Or we lived right behind uh, South Fork. 
Yes. You know, the South the, the old Francis show Dallas. There. Yes. Yeah. You shot JR. Yes. Well, I didn't. Uh, okay, but good. But so I'm sure somebody did. I'm glad it wasn't yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> this would be a whole different podcast so if sexy. it was. That, that would be, yeah. Murders in the Building, right? Yes. Oh. That would be great. Love that show. Me do you too. watch that one? I do. Love it. Love Are you show. on the new season? Uh, yes, oh. I am. But I'm, okay, I'm, I'm tossed between, sidebar here. Okay. I'm tossed between going from that show, Only Murders in the Building, out of, uh, was that Hulu? Over to Apple okay. to watch the morning show. I have not seen that yet. Yes. I, I am a big morning show fan, and I have a huge crush on Corey. Okay. Who is on, and, and Corey is the CEO. It's a man crush. Man it's crush. Played That's by good. Billy Crudup. Okay. Great actor. I love his character. Just, yeah, he's just great. So side, sidebar on that. Sidebar, yeah. Yeah, we could have done that. Okay, so Poppy? Poppy is my daughter. Okay, tell me how you got Poppy's name. Where oh. did that come from? Okay, wow, this is going to go deep. Okay. <laughs> this is not a like, easy thing. You're talking about time or deep well, as in? No, it, it's it's deep, like very um, sentimental. Okay, um, yeah, let's hear it. So my husband and I, we waited a long time to start having kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we Next month we'll be married for 15 years. Congrats. Thank you. And together for 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't have kids until our mid-30s. Right. And um, I was a OBGYN nurse. And okay. um, I got pregnant and we actually lost our first baby. Okay. Um, no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things. One in four women have a sure. miscarriage and there's no... Um, test you can do to say this is what happened. We didn't have any kind of response. It mm-hmm. just did. Yeah. And the same day that we lost our baby, we lost my husband's uncle. Hmm. And he was a Vietnam vet, Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. And we were in a lot of pain. I mean, just a sure. ton of pain. And um, I made the decision because I hadn't had any symptoms you know I wasn't um, hurting or cramping or bleeding or any of those things and I did not want to go to a funeral two hours away Mm -hmm. and have the possibility of of passing my child Mm -hmm. you know and so we made the decision at that point to to go ahead and have a surgery and um, we were so fortunate that a few months later we were blessed with our pregnancy with Poppy well, it's it's a weird God thing, I think, mm-hmm. personally, sure. because um, my due date with the first baby uh, was the same time. Or excuse me, I lost my baby on Halloween, and Poppy's due date was Halloween the next year. Really? Wow. And Poppy's are what you wear on your lapel for mm-hmm. in memory of a veteran. Mm-hmm. And um, they also produce opium, which is what we typically have in our pain relief. So any type of pain relief that you are prescribed usually has an opiate of some sort. Right. And so when we found out that we were having Poppy and everything was good and we were in the clear, uh, Poppy was just the name that was like, this is our pain relief. And this is our way to remember that's Uncle amazing. Johnny. And wow. um, so that's what it is. And my husband, he wears a Poppy on his lapel all the time. All the time. Not just on Veterans Day. And so that's that's, awesome. that's how we came up with her name. And how old is she? She will be seven next month. Seven. And you have a you have another you have another child, right? I do. I have a little boy. You have a boy. Okay. He just turned I five you did. Yeah. at the yeah. end of August and his name is Lincoln. Lincoln, right. Okay. Yeah. And was he named after He was named the after the man himself, yes. He, just, just just himself, right? Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> or the logs. Lincoln yes, logs Lincoln stuff. logs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, he yeah. is the law. His his he initials is, yeah. are L A W. Oh, so he so is the law. He is yeah. the law. Yeah. Um, but no, specifically after Abe Lincoln, he's both a, a president and a mentor that my husband and I just we try to be more like him. Right. He um he failed at so many things, and a lot of people don't know that about him. If you've ever read up on Lincoln, he failed yeah. and failed and failed, and then just happened to become president and be, right. happened to become. It's a great story. This yeah. amazing emancipator for our entire country. Right. And uh, I just think that that's, that's something to um, look forward to sure. and to understand that you can fail 18,000 times, but you just need to prevail one time. Just that one time. Just and you one never time. know when that's going to happen. And so, and same it's a strong the, name. Same thing with uh, the, the child. Yes. You know? Absolutely. We, uh, we have not gone through the loss physically of losing. We could not have children. I we see. were we went through infertility, we went through all of that. Yeah. And so our oldest is adopted. And okay. then that gave us the opportunity because it's a God thing, how God dropped her into our lap. Yep. Uh she's born in California. Okay. And uh came several months preemie, wasn't supposed to survive, <sighs> did. She's a fighter. Uh she's named after my wife's mother. And then we we became a statistic. We had two biological after that. And so yep. people say, do you love them differently? No, absolutely not. There is a, a special love for all three of my kids. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about a little bit of that a little bit later. Um, but tell me about, okay, so both you and your husband, Cameron, mm -hmm. are in real estate. What does he do compared to, are you his boss per se? Or That's so how funny. Does that work? Everyone always asks me that. And yeah. I, of course, say yes. Of course. Um, <laughs> but that's, at home, yes. But what at about home, at home? And it, it's a really crazy dynamic what yeah. we have. It, it's a strange dichotomy. Um, the way that brokerages are set up is you have a brokerage that sponsors your contract, your license as an right. independent contractor. And so my brokerage is what I run. So I run the Keller Williams office. And I have a leadership team, et cetera. But I don't practice real estate. I am not, sure. I do not represent buyers or sellers. I help grow people. And mm. it's really amazing because I get to help people and dig into their businesses. Um, part of my job is to coach and consult the top 20% of our producers. And okay. I get to help them learn what they need and self-discover what they need in order to get to their next big goal, their next big step. And so I get to ask really amazing questions and they get to figure it out with the knowledge that they already have. Wow. And if they don't have it, then I pull out these models and these books and these podcasts and everything under the sun and say, go forth and conquer. You've got this. And so that's the main part of my job is to grow our franchise. Well, my mm -hmm. husband is a real estate associate broker under that franchise. Okay. So he has his own team. He is his own CEO and he has house property group. And um, that is a residential real estate business. It is a commercial real estate business. He also has a property management business all within that. And he has a team of realtors that operate underneath him, which operate underneath Keller right. Williams. So it's a business inside of a business inside of a business. And I happen to be part of that. Not really his boss per se, right. um, but in charge of his growth. Absolutely. Sure. And so I get to help and pour into his team and I get to pour into his business, but we get to go home and talk shop and understand what each that, other deals with every awesome. day. Well, you know, we've known each other for a while now. Yeah. And one of the things that I have appreciated about you is I've heard that from other people outside of Keller Williams that have told me, 
hey, I know a great person who is a great leader, a great coach, a great mentor, and your name is the one that keeps coming up. So tell me, what's your leadership style? What, who, do you, who do you emulate or who do you follow? Who do, you said you read books and you do, who, so who oh is it? So, well, I don't think it's just one who. And okay. I think that's really a part of my leadership style is it's teamwork. And I know that sounds cliche. And yet, it does, but it, but it works. It works. Yeah. You cannot lead by yourself. We are always a leader and always a follower, in my opinion. And um, my team jokes because we all have very different personalities, and we've mm -hmm. dug really deep into understanding our personalities and how we are opposite of each other in certain ways. And uh, you know, Courtney has strengths that I have very weak things that go on in that right, area right. and then Sarah has strengths and I have strengths and so it's learning to play on each other one of my favorite books is called who not how mm -hmm. and um, another one that's fantastic is called rocket fuel that's probably the first one that I've not really, heard of that one tell uh, me about that book me. so rocket fuel talks about having a visionary and then having an integrator so okay. it's I'm very much a big ideas girl like I will say let's do this and my team has to rein me in a little bit right. or they have to figure out the logistics of such they never would have thought of this grandiose idea if I hadn't been there but I would never be able to implement this grandiose idea right. if I didn't have them right. and so it's understanding who's an implementer who's a visionary finding that person and really locking arms and going forth and conquering and understanding that this is my forte and this is yours. And then we don't step on each other's toes. Right. And we come together and we say, hey, this is fabulous and, that's another thing, is we don't ever say but. But negates everything prior. It does. And so when you say, okay, that's wonderful, and I have a couple of concerns, and let's talk about the okay. logistics, and let's really – pivot and see what we need to do budget wise. Um, that's a big one is also removing like certain right. words in your vocabulary right. and understanding, but is, is harmful. It's one of those words. Right. And so we learn all of these things together as a team. Um, probably one of my biggest influencers is John Maxwell, hands sure. down. Um, I'm a part of his coaching program. I'm a instructor, trainer, coach, blah, blah, blah. Right. Really, I got to do all that and sign up so that I could be closer to him. I'll be completely yeah, honest. It sounds yeah. like a stalker a lot, a lot and of a crazy that, yeah. person. Um, not a stalker. But I wanted to be in his circle. You know, yeah. if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. And I wanted to be in that room and I wanted to be around him and I wanted to surround myself with people that are doing what I want to do at the highest level. That's a great point because I know a lot of people who say they want to be the smartest person in the room. Oh, no, uh, not me. And I, I kind of was like, yeah, that's a real cocky thing. And there are times when I wanted to be that or, or was that at some point. And I've learned over the last several years, I think the pandemic, COVID, mm -hmm. changing jobs, moving, kind of re redefining myself. Uh, you know, I, I'm fixing to be an empty nester. Yeah. And I... You know, do I want to be here forever? Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing? Do I want to do something new? All those things have been flooding in my mind. Uh, and then I hear people saying, well, be the smartest person in the room. And, and so I love hearing you say that. But you also said a couple of buzzwords. Okay, let's hear it. And I'm wearing one of those buzz phrases right now. Oh. Right? I'll circle back. Circle I back. hate that phrase, but I love the shirt. Yes. Yeah. But so what I thought is on leadership, I would look at some of the top buzzwords in leadership and I'm just going to throw them out, and you tell me, yeah, no, yeah, 
or that makes my stomach hurt. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Or that's awesome. Oh, and, I love it. Yeah, I know you use pivot. So I that did. was in there. So here's some of my words. Okay. okay? Synergy. Love it. Love that Absolutely word. Absolutely all for it. You have to have it. Got to have it. Uh, well, circle back, right? I don't, <laughs> okay. Low-hanging fruit. Oh, I don't, I don't care for that. It's, yeah. it's cliche. I know what they're trying to say. I know what they're trying to say, and let's be better. Touch base. Oh, very important. It well, is. in my business specifically. Okay, and because it, it means to connect or... Constantly connecting. Let's get back together. Let's pull everything back in. Yes. Okay, drill down. Oh, that's kind of... Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I, that's I, a I little... Mean, it's a little aggressive. 2.0. Ugh, I'm done with 1.0. I'm done with 2.0. Can we figure something else out? We, Nobody wants to else? sign up for 2.0 or 1.0. Yeah. It's not exciting. It sounds like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to have to think about it. And yeah. it's going to be a boring conversation. No, find a title that is attractive and grabs attention. Right. Great 1. point. 1.0, 2. 2.0, get rid of it. Win-win. Yes. Yeah. In all things. Because there it's is, a win for me, it's a win for you, a win for that company, that group. You should not do it if it is not a win-win. Yeah, yeah. Period. Put a pin in it. As in like a location? Could be. Or hmm. it could be, hold that thought. Oh. Put a pin there. We're going to come back. It's kind of the whole We're circle, circle back. back to that. Yeah. Hmm. But I think it's a really attractive way of saying, okay, put a pin right there. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Okay. Put a flag on it, Ooh. whatever, and then I'm going to come back to that because what you're saying over here is really important, and what you're saying over here is really important, right? So uh, we agree on some of these, yeah. these buzzwords. Some of them I'm like, please, I don't want to ever hear that word Never again. Never again. Right? In, in real estate, do you have some, some key phrases that that you guys lean on that's important? Yes. So real estate in general, absolutely. I'm going to circle back and talk about <laughs> Keller Williams. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. Yes. But do we have, yeah. do we have drums? We don't. Uh, <laughs> we can put some in there later. Keller Williams specifically. We're so, <laughs> what I love about this company is that we are so incredibly agent centered and agent focused, right. but we do so with, thought provoking actions and a part of that is our mission vision values and belief system now in leadership sometimes those are buzzwords mm -hmm. and sometimes those are things that are written on a piece of paper given to you when you sign on and then they're never talked about again hmm. and that is where it frustrates me because if you have the enough if, if you have enough people and time to come up with a mission vision values and belief system and perspective then that should be shared throughout everything you do. Sure. Like that should be just running through your DNA as a culture and as a company. Right. And so we do have some of those words. Win-win is one of them. We have what are what we call our Y4C2Ts. Okay, which say is kind that of again. funny. Yeah, it's an acronym. Yeah. Y4C2Ts. Okay. It's win-win uh, or no deal. And then it goes into integrity. And then hmm. it goes into communication, customers, it talks about, um, now you're going to make me try to think of all of them at once. Uh, integrity, do the right thing. Equity, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
opportunities for all, which I didn't even know what the word equity meant when it comes to, I thought it was equality. And I said, y'all are sure. using this, the wrong word. Yeah. No, I got schooled because I did not realize equity means opportunities for all. It's very, very different than equality. Uh, my favorite example of that is you've got three children standing at a baseball field at the fence. Mm -hmm. And one is six foot tall, one is four foot tall, and one is three foot tall. They're all standing on the same level playing field. Right but only one of them can see over the fence. They don't have the same opportunity to see the baseball game. You give one a stool and then you give another one a chair and now they can all see over the fence. That is what equity is. Wow, giving them the necessary tools or abilities to be successful. To be, to, to yeah, to have that It's not my fault that I'm only three foot tall. Exactly. So, but I wanna be uh, successful and I want to be responsible and so I think that's great yeah so we have awesome. those words and we talk about it often right and so I think that truly the win-win is one of my my favorites and integrity I mean you have yeah. to you have to have integrity to be a leader well you you mentioned a couple books earlier mm -hmm. and so that was going to be a question that I wanted here because we want to put in the show notes some of the books but who are you listening to I know you said you wanted to do the, the you, uh, John Maxwell but who, who do you listen to who sits at your table? Who who actually pours into Jesse's life? So currently, I, I do a lot of Audible. That has just mm -hmm. become my thing. Um, I am listening to Simon Sinek, Leaders mm -hmm. Eat Last. Great. Um, love any, I also loved his book, Start With Why. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of finding your mission statement, mm -hmm. finding your purpose, finding your why, because that makes everything easier. If you have that, you know exactly what to say yes to. You know exactly what to say no sure, to. Sure. It becomes so much easier to live when you know your purpose. Um, and I got that from that book, a lot of it from that book. I'm also le uh, listening to Leading Through Difficult Times. If this mm -hmm. is a crazy market in real estate. Sure. You know, the interest rates and things of that nature. It's no longer falling in our laps. We don't have the 3% interest rate. And frankly, we're never going to see that again, in my That's opinion. Gone. Yeah. That was because of a terrible, awful thing. We don't want to see 3% interest rates again. Sure. That means that people aren't working. That means that people are dying and it's awful. And so uh, leading through difficult times is one that I really love. Um, the Happiness Advantage, if you've ever heard of that one, that's no, by Sean Acor. Okay. So this I've guy. I've heard of him, but I haven't heard of that book. This is a fabulous book, and it just makes you smile, first of all. Like, yeah. you can't not smile if you're reading The Happiness Advantage. But it literally talks about this guy from Harvard who studied happiness, and he mm -hmm. says, I know how ridiculous that sounds. Um, but he went forth, and he, he learned that the majority of students at Harvard aren't even happy. They're at an acclaimed school. They're getting one of the right. best degrees and the best educations, and they're all so stressed and so pressured that none of them are happy. And he talks specifically about happiness equals success. It's not the other way around. Mm -hmm. It's not success first causes happiness. Right. Um, he also did a study in a hospital. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a great point. It makes yeah. you think. You go, hmm. Uh, it's one of those that like ugh, digs yeah. into you too. Yeah. Um, he did a study at a hospital where they had their hospital staff. They made sure that if you were in ten feet of walking distance of anyone that was on the hospital floor, and they just did this on one floor, hmm. that you had to smile at them. And if you really? smiled at them, then you are completing this this case that were this case right. study. And they did that for two weeks, and 
they had an increase in their patient care and in their surveys of how they were treated, et cetera. And it literally was the only thing they changed. Their, really? their care was the same. Their doctors were the same. Their you know, custodial sure. staff was the same. But every single person that worked at the hospital, if they were on that floor, they were instructed if there is someone, even if it's a coworker, mm-hmm. within 10 feet of you, smile at them. And we want to see the difference, difference in two weeks. Wow. And so it just it goes into the psychology of happiness, what causes us to be happy. Sure. How can we um, share happiness with others? How can that have a ripple effect, the reciprocity of happiness? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a and really And that's difficult book. here because people that I see have their head down. Oh. Everybody's walking around, their head down either on their phone mm-hmm. or looking down. They don't want to make eye contact. No. And so as a coach, as a mentor, how do you, if you find someone who's in that mode mm-hmm. that, because I'm fascinated by this. So two questions, how do you b- draw somebody out of that where they're self self engaged or self, uh, uh, inward and, and then why for you to be a coach mentor, why realtors? So a couple of things to answer your first question, you have to do it in person. It has to be one-on-one. Yeah. It yeah. cannot be on a zoom call. It cannot be over text. It cannot be over. We got the used phone. to that though for a year. We got used to yeah. it, and we had to. That's where we had yeah. to pivot. We had to, right? We had to make changes in order to continue our livelihood. Right now, we've got to get back to being people. We've got to get back to having humanity mm-hmm. occurring. That's good, good point. And a lot of that is because you you can't see that in a Zoom call. Even though you can see the person, you can't see their eyes. Mm -hmm. And in a text message or in a email, there is no tone. Like my first degree is in communication, so I'm really passionate about this. It's be in front of somebody, look at them, see their their body movement and their and their facial expressions and understand that if they cross their arms, they may be a little standoffish and it's really getting used to understanding how we function as human beings. Mm-hmm. and being very, very receptive of what's in front of you. So, so you see that person come in, you, that's one of the first things you're going to do is to draw them out. Oh, gosh, that. yes. Yeah. And okay. sometimes you mirror and match. Yeah. You know, if somebody seems uncomfortable and they've got their legs crossed and their arms crossed, well, maybe I'll do that too because then they see themselves across okay. from the yeah, table. Yeah, that's a good point. So a lot of that is just, um, there's psychology in it for sure. Uh, there's communication, education issues and things like that that you need to understand. But it's getting in front of them, one-on-one right. human contact. And then why realtors? Yeah. Um, realtors have a special place in my heart. I don't want to be one. So there's that, first of <laughs> all. <laughs> I do not get joy or fulfillment representing a buyer or a seller. I could. Right. I'm not licensed. But I could go in there and take that test right now, and I guarantee I would get my – I would pass. Okay. Um the reason I love realtors is because they make a difference mm-hmm. and because they are a fiduciary and they're an advocate. Right. And being an advocate, that's, that's, that's huge. That's part of my mission statement is mm-hmm. being an advocate. There's something about that word that is so strong to me, but more specifically, it's helping somebody with the largest purchase of their life. Right. In most the cases. The largest, yeah. The largest much. person. So you're, you're talking about the largest asset in someone's life, and you are a fiduciary to it. Mm-hmm. I did not have a home growing up. Like, my family did not own a home. My dad and my mother are divorced and still do not own a home. Hmm. My grandpa was a pastor, 
And so he and my grandma did not actually purchase their first home until well into their late 60s. -hmm. So I'm also, by purchasing my first home when I was 24, I was breaking generational boundaries. And a home, it was so important to me because I never had one. Mm -hmm. And then for us to come to Midland for real estate... And for my husband to choose this as his profession and then for me to choose to, to get into it later on, it, it's amazing because, uh, this is so corny, but the home is where the heart is. Sure, sure. And home ownership is one of the things I think we take for granted in America. And it's one of the things that we don't realize how many Americans don't even have home That's ownership. That's absolutely true. It's a great point. And so it's just a beautiful thing to be able to assist Mm-hmm. and to help someone reach that achievement when that very yeah. well could be the whole reason they came to this country. True. That's true. So you, you we'll pivot a little bit. You mentioned earlier you love Midland. Yeah. Why? What is it about Midland? Midland has given me more opportunity than anywhere that I think I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up, we, we moved a lot. I went to nine different elementary schools. And then finally settled down in Saxe, mm-hmm. and uh, I was there until I graduated high school. And that's a not a um, poor place, but I grew up pretty poor. And I, I started, and I lived in Dallas. I lived on Skillman Road. My goodness. Oh, wow. Skil- yeah. Yeah. I mean, hardcore. Yeah. Some bad things happened at some of the apartment complexes that I lived in. And so um, I, I've seen a lot of things that a child probably shouldn't have seen. Mm -hmm. And I had been in a lot of situations that I certainly would not want my children to ever be in. Mm -hmm. And so when we came to Midland, it was my first sense of independence. Um, I had just graduated from college debt-free, and uh, I was really, really proud of that. My husband did the same. Good. Uh, It was through scholarships. It was through hard work. It was both of us working three different jobs while we were going to school full-time. And so to come here... And uh, I did come kicking and screaming, though. I will not lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had just been promoted. I was a radio DJ at the time, and I'd just been promoted to program really? director. And it was amazing. And I what was, genre? Uh, oh, well, I have done it <laughs> all, all sir. I have <laughs> done country, top 40, yeah. hip-hop and R&B, uh, you good, name it. Good. I did it. Yeah. And um, I was young. I was 23, 24, yeah. and I felt like I was on top of the world. And... Um, we came here and we lived in a guest house. Yeah. And I didn't have a job. And no one would hire me because I had a degree and they wouldn't they said I was overqualified. Sure. Which was one of the biggest kicks in the face really? ever. I had I had worked and I had worked so hard my entire life. I started working when I was 15 mm-hmm. and never stopped. And to come here and to not be hireable because I had a degree was right. beyond me. But because I'm a very tiny female, they also wouldn't hire me in the oil field. I tried. And so <laughs> it was it was interesting. And we, we fought some things. Right. But we came here, and it was opportunity. I got That's to great. buy my first house. I got to buy my first investment property, my second investment property. I got to learn about money. I got to learn about nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I got to learn about um, the good that money can do and that money's not bad right because my entire life i had been told otherwise sure rich people are terrible and mean and they only are selfish and look out for themselves yeah Yeah. 
Um, money is terrible because it turns you into that kind of person. Right. And living paycheck to paycheck is normal. And you shouldn't want anything else because it's only for the fortunate and the trust fund babies. Right. All of that was negated when I moved here. And I learned from amazing people. And there were people that said, I believe in you. Mm -hmm. And let's talk differently about this because you may have had just one side of the coin. That's true. And so that's why I love Midland because it has given me so much opportunity. Keller Williams is known for serving in the community. Mm -hmm. They're very um, forward thinking in that. Um, what... What does that look like? I know you do like a red day of some sort. Uh, briefly tell us what does Keller Williams do with their red day and what, how are they involved in, in the community of Midland? Oh, I love that you even know about red day. That's so yeah. awesome. So it's my favorite. I know day a of lot the of year. things that a lot of people don't know that. Yes, I know, so. yes. Yeah. Red day. So it stands yeah. for renew, energize, and donate. Okay. And it's the second Thursday of every May, specifically mm -hmm. to celebrate and to honor one of our. I call her like the mother of Keller Williams. Um, her name is Mo Anderson. Okay. And she yeah. is this wonderful, like 86 year old woman who is still, sorry, something's in my eye. She is still moving and grooving in real yeah. estate. And she basically is the person who sat down with Gary Keller and said, it can't be just about real estate. We have to develop a culture of giving wow. and we have to develop a culture of, how do we help everyone and how do we live out this win-win mm -hmm. because that's what's going to separate us from everyone else. And so we celebrate her birthday and what we do is every single franchise in the world of Keller Williams and we're in 55 different countries. Right. Everyone stops on that day and we give back to the community and we call it give where you live. And so sometimes it's sweat equity. Sometimes it's a fundraiser, but whatever it is, we stop what we're doing. We shut down our business and we give back to the community that we live in. you focus on the community in which you live. Right. And so it's a different, That's awesome. we try to make it a different organization, a different nonprofit every year. And so far we've been successful at that. And this is our 13th year to do Red Day. 13th year. Is that something you always look forward to? Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's That's my favorite. Awesome. It's just, you get to get in there and get nitty gritty with your community members and understand why we do what we do. Right. What's the purpose if we're not going to give back where we live? And, and there's a lot of people that don't do that. They they just take advantage of being in the community and what the community can give to them instead of what they can give to them. So one of the things that Performance Chemical is starting to do is to mirror that and uh, have serve days where where our guys and ladies leave this place, mm -hmm. get outside these walls, and go see something else that's going on in the community and be a part of something else. So Love it. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you so much for being here. Can you stay just another minute or two? Of course. Okay. And now, Every Neighbor presents Why Today Doesn't Suck. Well, Why Today Doesn't Suck. This has always been a favorite of our listeners and viewers. It's a, been a favorite of mine for quite some time. At this time, we want to just celebrate people in life that are doing really crazy, good things. Do you have anybody that you can think of right now that you just want to give? Maybe it's somebody that at work, somebody that's that, that you've coached, that you want to say they have done a really good job, and I want to give them a quick shout-out. Okay, you know what? This is funny. Yeah. It's not anyone that I work with or coach with. It's actually my daughter. Yeah. It's my daughter, Poppy. Yeah. Uh, so this week, she is the star student 
for the star student the first grade class one uh, B. I don't really know what that means. I think there's one A, B, and C. Okay, one B at St. Anne's Christian School, a yeah. Catholic school, and she's the star student, and she that's awesome. So she's a little bit rambunctious. Oh, I know. So strange. Is she like mom or dad? Oh, both of us. Okay. Big time. She looks like dad. I was just an incubator. Okay. Um, We're both very loud. Like, I don't know if you do the disc profile, but we're high Ds. We're very intense and want to win and competitive. Very competitive. She's the same. That's Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And they have a color grading system in her class for behavior. And we've had some issues with some yellows and we Uh haven't had an orange, but... She got a blue the other day, and I was well, so good. happy. That's <laughs> and she's that's a star student this week. So. so shout out to Poppy. Shout out to Poppy. Well, you know what? I'm just going to jump in and say I want to give a shout out to my two daughters. Okay. Uh, and it is National Daughters Day. It is. So we can just celebrate why today doesn't suck. It's because we have daughters who are wonderful people. I love it. Yours is 11? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven years old. I, I, got, I was close with the rhyming. Uh, I have uh, one that is uh, 18, 19, 18. 18 She's 18. 19. She'll be 19 this Christmas. And then I have another one that is 23, okay. I believe. She is working in Katy. Uh, her name is Carolyn. She's uh, my first and she is working in Katy and Parks and Recs and does volunteer work with Young Life and oh, just cool. loves it. That is her wheelhouse. It's just uh, loving on kids, high school kids, junior high kids, uh, teaching them the word and, and just pouring into them. And she's a great mentor for that. And then Krista is my senior of high school, and she is a competitive dancer and is uh going on scholarship to Oklahoma City University. Just signed her this last week. Stop, uh, that's amazing. Dance performance major, and she wants to be a Rockette. Okay. She, she tried out this last year, did really well, and she's going to pursue that again. Okay. Because uh, I want to go to New York a lot. Well, yes. And so that's why. So on National Daughters Day, we're going to celebrate uh, our three daughters. And if you're listening and watching and you have a daughter in your life, uh, celebrate them today. Take them somewhere honor them, make them feel special. We also want to honor this month of September, which is National Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. On September the 10th was a day set aside for that. And as we ramp up to the end of this month, we want to make sure that everyone feels value, everyone feels loved and appreciated. They have a purpose in this world. And if you know of someone who is struggling in that area, mental health or uh, struggling in, in, in who they want to be and if, do they have purpose. There's a great organization called To Write Love on Our Arms that supports them. We'll put their information on the show notes, but you can support by buying a t-shirt, a hat, uh, miscellaneous items, and everything that you purchase goes toward providing counseling for a student or young adult who can't afford counseling. So we love that organization at the catwalk and we want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to receive counseling if they so need it. So we're grateful for that. So that's why today doesn't suck. We've got a few minutes. I want you to ask some questions. I've got some questions for you. Okay. You reach into the little question jar there and let's see. Now these are off the wall. Off the wall. So you read it. I'll answer. And then I may ask you to answer as well. You are banned from the library. Why? Oh, (laughs) 
Actually, I was kicked out of the library uh, in seventh grade. Oh. Um, yeah, I was asked not to come back because, again, I'm loud. <laughs> seventh grade. Obnoxious. Huh? Uh-huh. I think it was probably every year that they didn't want me to come back in into the library. But, yeah, um, that's probably why I would get kicked out is because I can't be quiet. And I don't read. I mean, yeah. I, I want to share with you a book in a second that I think is important. But I like to listen to books, but I also like to people to tell me about the books. Yeah. And, like, give me one or two things out of the book that I should do with my life or whatever. But I will do that. I will skim through a couple of books and highlight four or five things, and then the book is done. And so they would kick me out of the library. Why, why would you be banned? Well, that's a sign of a genius, first of all. Well, thank you. And everybody knows that. So. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm There's like, a there's few no people reason to who read don't know book. that. So I agree with you. Um, okay, so you're going to laugh at me. Yeah. I was kicked out of a library once as well. <laughs> Seventh grade? Nope. Nope. Because this library was actually a nightclub, and it's called the library. <laughs> Oh, so when so you're in not college, a, you not can a reading library. Tell your mom and dad, I've, I've got to go to the library, and you're there all night. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's brilliant. we don't need to go into why yeah. I was kicked out. Yeah, that's for another but show. different type of library. <clears throat> okay, uh, here's my question for you. Uh, okay, <clears throat> would you rather eat a whole stick of butter <laughs> or drink a bottle of maple syrup? Oh, a bottle of maple syrup. Why? For sure. Oh. <laughs> I love me some butter. All day long. I love me some butter. I actually used to eat butter when I was a kid, but yeah. I would pour sugar on the butter. So it was almost like I was making my own. I would do cinnamon own... sugar on the butter. Yes, it's like making your own icing. Yes, absolutely. My grandmother would yell at me all the time, but that, but maple syrup. People I said it stumped my growth, and I'm like, shut up. No. It's awesome. But okay. I cook with all the butter. One more. All the butter. Let's see. Okay. Let's see what <clears> this one says. How would you escape from prison? <laughs> well, first off, there's a lot of people that would want me to stay in prison. <laughs> um, how would I escape? I would, um, <clears throat> I would get, um, I would get uh, my cousin Vinny, oh, Joe Pesci, very nice, to help me get out of prison. <laughs> uh, or I, I know what I would do. Okay, Good. yeah. My cousin Vinny, or I would get uh, somebody like Jason Bourne. Oh, yeah. To break in, and or Tom Cruise. Uh, what's his? That's his uh, Mission Impossible. Ethan Hunt. That's what I would do. Very I would get nice. somebody like that who could break me out. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that would be like, get his butt back in. Get prison. him back in there. Yeah. What about you? I'm I'm a huge <clears throat> fan of leverage. I told you earlier, there's huge the, fan the, of leverage. There's the visionary yes. and then there's the implementer. I would yeah. find my implementer. And I would have the idea, happen. you know, sketch yeah. it out on some wrapping paper from my bubble gum and say, have at it. Okay. All right. One more here. <clears throat> well, okay. What all goes on the perfect sandwich? Okay, I'm a huge grilled cheese fan. What? Yes. I, I'm going to let you in on a very, grilled very cheese. big secret. Okay. My husband and I, we want to open up a grilled cheese food truck. And this is what Brilliant. we're going to call it. I'm, in, I'm the first in line. Okay, it's already TM, so don't go and try to steal it, anybody. Okay. Cheese and thank you is what okay. we want to call that it. That is brilliant. Thank you. I love that. So, the perfect sandwich. Well, you've got to have sourdough bread. Yes, and you've yeah. got to have pure Irish butter on both sides. And Irish I, butter. Irish butter. Have you wow. had that Irish gold butter? I'm pretty sure I have. I just didn't know it was called Irish butter. Oh, no. it's, I it's it was butter. No, it's grass-fed or cows margarine. from Ireland. Oh, it's oh. the best. Oh, okay. I'll look so, into that. So, not, mar- not, not margarine. Full okay. butter. Yeah. Irish butter. Yeah. Uh, multiple types of cheese. 
I'm a weenie though, and I don't like pepper jack, so it's got to be different okay. types of okay. like Colby Jack, you cheddar, there a little bit. Yeah. probably three different kinds. You put some avocado spread on there, you put okay. some crunchy, crunchy bacon, and then I like to do a little bit of turkey and ham, some sprouts. And then you put it on the grill or a panini press, mm. and you are golden. And then do a little shot of um, mm. of tomato soup, like in a shot glass, but it's tomato soup, so you just you you had me there it. until you had that green crap on it. The sprouts? No, the, the avocados. Avocado? Oh, that's nasty. Oh come on, that's gross. Guacamole avocado is of the devil. It really you is. are obviously not a millennial. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. Avocado Just toast look at me. All the I'm way. <laughs> okay, so here's what would go on my perfect sandwich. Uh, it would start at Chick Fil A. Oh. Okay, and it would be the um, the, the the original chicken sandwich. But gotcha. I would put the bacon on there. I'd okay. put some sprouts on there. Okay. I would put some cheeses. What is your go-to sauce at Chick Fil A? My go-to sauce? Yeah. Chick-fil-A sauce okay. all day. Okay, just making uh, sure. Yeah, and twice on Sundays. Yeah, but Polynesian you can't have it on here. Sunday, so you have to steal it and then get it. I, I'm the guy who who I have specific, and, and I did this on a podcast way earlier in, back in the day. There are certain sauces that go on certain things at Chick-fil-A, and they cannot be mixed. Agreed. But go back and listen. I think it's like week two or three. And this is and why I we're friends. Every, everything about it. So, yeah. Um, I interrupted your sandwich. I'm sorry. No, I, that, that would be my sandwich. It is it, a Chick-fil-A sandwich all day long. Now, I mentioned that I had a book. Yes. And you've talked about books. This, I used to be very, before pandemic, back in 17, 18, 19, stuff like that, I was always on the go. Fast, go, 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 burn, burn, burn. Nobody remembers the naps that you took, yeah. right? Go, go, go. And it really wore me into the ground. It turned me into an evil person it was a dark place for me and then i found this book called to hell with the hustle oh, I love it. and i read this book or thumbed through it you can see where i've got little yes. yeah little markings in it's it exactly stuff. what i do and and it this this was great then pandemic then life got in the way things happened and now i'm finding myself going back to look at it because i'm not fast 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 okay i'm more of slowed down but i want to know what's in this that that I I need. What, what is it? So I really recommend this. If you're yeah. a fast, fast hustle person, this is good for you. If you're slow and want to speed some things up and kind of kick it into high gear again, I mean, I'm 56. I'm uh, most people say life is over, whatever. Oh, I'm saying it's just beginning. I hope not. It's just beginning because I'm about to be empty nester. It's going to yeah. be a whole new world that I've never thought of before, that I've never dived into. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm excited about them. I'm excited about what that it's is. It's a different season. It's, it's a different, a different season. And everything is about a season, right? And not every season is a fruit-bearing season. Correct. So there's some seasons that you kind of go through that you've just got to you've got to fight through it. You keep your eyes focused, keep them ahead, straight ahead, keep your, yourself in the word, surround good people around you. I appreciate the things that you've said. This has been great. This is one of those episodes that I would love to do a second one on. Oh, my gosh. Where we could talk more about some things going on, but I want to celebrate one more national day before we go. Okay. Can we do me, that? Yes. Yes. I need to know what so it is. Not only is it National Daughters Day, right? but it is also National Coffee Day. Okay. Are you a big coffee drinker? 
I am a coffee drinker. I wouldn't say big. I cannot go to Starbucks and order a mocha chaka vaka 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 venti thing. I don't. Oh. I don't know the terminology. Right. I'm. Like, I think you just ordered what my daughter ordered. Oh, good. Exactly. Word With for no word. whip and a half pump. Yeah. And and, and you do a dance. but you do it in reverse. Yes. You have to I mix it reverse. I don't know any of that. I'm literally give me some creamer and a little bit of flavoring, and I'm good to go. Well, our friends at Duncan <gasps> have provided. Duncan is my favorite. Cake batter. Oh. And brownie batter. Oh, that's... So we have cake batter donut coffee, and we have brownie batter donut coffee. You get one, I get the other, and we're going to taste it on air before we sign off. Which batter. one? Cake batter? Yes. Okay, I knew you would. But you, you said would. donut, and you said Duncan. Those are two of my favorite things yes. in Yes, well, yeah, Duncan. So this is from Duncan, and for National Coffee Day, we're going to sample this. So just crack that baby open. Vanilla cake, also one of my favorites. And you're female so i'm gonna let you go first well, thank I you, honor sir. you so you're drinking what now okay this is the vanilla cake taste cake batter donut coffee right. and milk beverage in honor of national coffee oh day my gosh take, i'm so excited take, okay is it good was it smell does it smell like cake batter it's just i can smell the brownie from here can you yes maybe i have covid nose it just kind of tastes nose. like, you know, COVID knows. Yeah. Does uh, it, it taste tastes different? It like normal, like a vanilla frap, vanilla latte. What are the what, Whatever that, that phrase you just said. The, is what, yes. You know. Okay, this is brownie batter donut. This is good, though. How about yours? This is amazing. This is really good. Yeah. I was expecting to throw up. But I'm this glad is really you did good. <laughs> thank this you. is really good. Hey, Jesse, thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you. I enjoyed it was my pleasure. this. I hope our listeners and, and viewers enjoyed this time. Maybe we'll have you back on sometime. I would love that. And Only gonna... if there's cake, batter, donut, coffee. Exactly. So we're going to finish this off. And yes. as I always say, don't be sad it's over. Just be glad that it happened. We'll see everybody next week. Thank you for joining us. To connect with the guys, drop us a line at media at perf-kim.com. Thanks to our title sponsor, Performance Chemical. How you get there matters to us.